Welcome to the American Patriot News Network. My name is Bill Moss. I'm your host, our co-host, Deborah from New California. It's with me tonight. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Bill. Hello, everyone. We are uh, excited to be coming on uh, with this new network. And uh, we're on Spotify and we're on Anchor and we're on a lot of other networks. The, those you'll be able to find us. Uh, I have started a Twitter page, uh, American Patriot News on Twitter, and we'll be starting some more pages and putting them out quickly. Uh, tonight, I want to talk about something that happened last night. Uh, Tucker Carlson aired a segment uh, last night, and he brought a lot of uh, ire down on him from the left, and uh, it, it's basically unjust you know, unjust indignation. And it's more Debbie of the, the council culture. You know, if you say something that disagrees with the narrative, then they all pile on and jump on you. And a lot of these mainstream uh, places are doing this. Uh, I'm not going to name names. <clears throat> all you got to do is look on the social internet or, or get on the internet. You'll find them all. It pops up when you turn your screen on it, your different browsers you're on. Uh, Twitter, different places. Everybody's having a fit because of what he said. But what he said was, uh, he told a story first, Debbie, about a, a, a black gentleman. Uh, I'll call him that. Uh, he's actually a black murderer uh, down in, uh, I think it was Georgia, that went on a killing spree and killed five guys yesterday. Uh, just walked up behind him and shot him or whatever. Uh, his excuse was white people took from him his whole life, so he was taken back. Uh, that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that Tucker was getting at, is that when you push this narrative all the time that somebody's a victim, then you get them in a mindset where they start attacking people, and it becomes very violent. And we've seen that, haven't we not? In, I mean, in our cities, right? Um, yeah. So, we, we've watched this, you know, over the last year, since May of last year, we've watched this and it just continually escalates and escalates. And, you know, be honest, politicians are involved in the escalation. You know who they are. I know who they are. Uh, I mean, I could reiterate and name names, but you're going to know who they are because you, you could watch the news just the same as anybody else or you can listen to it. And uh, the whole thing is, is he was talking about the January 6th incident in dc i'm not going to call it an insurrection because we have said before on american patriot news uh, american patriots have responded i mean uh our other show that we know quite a bit about this this insurgency uh matter of fact debbie if you remember uh we did a show uh on american patriots have responded where i had got uh message from someone that told me to warn people away from the Capitol buildings and away from the nation's capital on January 6th. You remember that? Yep, I sure do. Well, I went looking for that show today on Rumble and guess what? Somebody's pulled it down. And that's kind of interesting, you know. Uh, but as we explain what went on, I think it'll be a little more obvious to people what's happening. Uh, Tucker talked about this. He, he talked about how the AG stood up the other day and said, you know, the biggest problem that the AG and the Federal Bureau of Investigation has determined that the biggest threat to the security of the United States is white nationalists, white supremacists, 
uh, I want to talk a little bit about what makes you a white nationalist or white supremacist. You know, when I was a kid, if you were a neo-Nazi, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, 60, you know, 55, 60 years ago, you was a neo-Nazi, you was a skinhead. If you was a uh, Klan member, then you were a white supremacist. You were a racist, you know, if, uh, if, if you obviously was that racist to people. But today, uh, let's look at some of the things that they class you a, a racist for. Uh, if you say that, uh, oh, I don't know, you say that you believe that all lives matter, does that not make you a racist under today's definition, Debbie? Yeah, I think so. If you say you're against Common Core being taught to your kids in school, does that make you a racist? Yes, also the American flag. The American flag, yeah, the American flag makes you a racist. Actually setting members of Congress and the Senate have objections to the American flag. This is the first time in the history of our country that we've had that happen. But if you fly the American flag, you're considered a racist. Uh, what about a mega hat, Debbie? Mm, most definitely. Most definitely a racist. Not only, not only are you a racist, but you're a nut job. You believe in conspiracy. Um, you believe there's there's all these um, crazy stories that the vaccination uh, will hurt you. Uh, COVID was a pandemic. Uh, they they orchestrated they orchestrated all of this the election fraud for uh, purposes of uh, global uh, reset control. You know you know, I can remember when we had the swine flu and they changed the name of it to H1M1. Remember that? Right. Uh, because it wouldn't upset people as bad. And then when China released this pandemic and we, we I mean, if anybody wants to go over to rumble.com, look on Cat News Channel, look up American Patriots, have responded, you will find what we're talking about in some of our previous shows over there. Uh, when they released this pandemic uh, on the world, uh, when they'd done that, uh, and it was starting to be referred to by the mainstream medium as the China flu, you know, the Wuhan flu, it was fine. Uh, but soon as President Trump and some of the conservatives called it the China flu or the Wuhan flu, then that become automatically racist, if you remember. Um, you're racist if you think your teachers uh, should go back to work and educate your children. So did your children quit suffering, quit committing suicide and things like that. That makes you a racist in today's society. So it doesn't matter what you do unless you follow the, the, the uh, socialist agenda, the Marxist agenda that's being put forth uh, in our nation's capital and by these, these groups. Unless you agree with that, then you become a racist. Uh, just the simple fact that you might be a Republican makes you a racist. The simple fact that you might have voted for Donald Trump makes you a racist. Simple fact that you go to church on Sunday, you become a racist. If you don't believe in the slaughter of innocent children through abortion, then you're a racist. Am I right? Yeah, if you're and, white. You know, there's a group out there called Proud Boys. You remember Proud Boys? Sure do. They were the most racially uh mixed group that went out in the streets and what they did is they went out in the streets when there were trump rallies and stuff and they put themselves as a barrier 
between the the conservatives and the rioters and that become a problem for our government it become a problem for the rioters the marxists because they want this one agenda to go forward and the fir first thing they got to do is they have to have total complacency of all people and uh, we got another story coming up in, in second part of the show here that that's going to be talking about that complacency too uh but so what they done was was they branded them as racist. They branded them as racist. They uh, they did nothing. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard when you've got Latinos and and Mexicans and you've got you know American uh, white Americans, brown Americans, black Americans, all in your group. It's kind of hard to be like the Ku Klux Klan or the skinheads. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just kind of like an impossibility to do um, because you'd be killing each other. I mean, that, that would be the way it goes. But anyway, they got painted as, as a racist group uh, and they have been, uh, I believe, set up just much like we're gonna talk about this setup tonight. Uh, we, we, we had announced and we had, we had uh, told the Patriot community to stay away from DC because it was a setup. Well, Tucker kind of exposed that last night but he missed a couple points, and that's what I want to bring up tonight uh, for all you people out there that's condemning Tucker. You know, you can jump on me for a while and give him a break. That's fine with me, but I got the truth to you here tonight. Uh, this Thomas E. Caldwell that they're holding, that was supposed to be an organizer in the uh, Oath Keepers, okay? Thomas E. Caldwell was a lieutenant commander in the Navy. He retired from there in 2009. He he had what was to, what I've been told was a G12 clearance. Caldwell went from the Navy to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, where he worked from 2009 through 2010 sometime. Uh, after that, he retired. But the interesting thing is, then he started working as a contractor to the government, working with the FBI, the Army, and one of the other agencies, I forget which one it was right now, but he started working for them as a contractor. Uh, now, all of a sudden, these Patriots are planning to go to DC and uh, they decide they're gonna infiltrate the, the Proud Boys. They're gonna try to infiltrate the Oath Keepers and anybody else they can infiltrate. And uh, so they go to do this infiltration. Well, before we get to that, I wanna jump back to October of last year uh, when Gretchen Whitmer, remember the kidnapping plot? They were talking about kidnapping Whitmer. They was talking about attacking the state capital and supposedly to attacking other capitals. Well, out of the... Uh, 14 people that were involved, five of them turned out to be federal agents. Debbie, what do you think about that? I, I, you want to know what I really think? Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. I think that if we as a humanity are this ignorant that they have done this playbook, the the, 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 the few people that are running the world and have been for many, 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 many centuries, if we're so friggin' stupid 
to watch this stuff in action, listen to it on the TV, and see them play out this narrative, and then we we believe it and we fight over we fight over coffee and at work or over the phone or in families. Oh well, they did this. Well, they did that. That's right. what they're wanting us to do. That's what I think. You want to know the truth? That's what I think. If we're this stupid, that this is this is all you can you you can write a book how they're going to do it. Right. But this is what they're. This all they have to do. Create another situation with Whitmer. Great. They're just following an agenda. And everybody, are we this ignorant? Are we this ignorant? Well, there's a lot of people out there uh, that have been involved over the years with the FBI, and they know how they set people up. Uh, most recently, we look at Roger Strong, uh, Stone, General Kelly, some of the others that they they have uh, that done that way and General Flynn, uh, when they treat people this way, they, they, they get in there and they do one or two things. They either try to get you to say something and then say something else so they can get you for, so they can trap you in that, or they will infiltrate you. They'll infiltrate an organization. They'll stir up that organization. Hey, why don't we go uh, kidnap the governor? Or why don't we go attack the Capitol? And they'll get people going. And that's what we heard was going to happen in in dc that's why we we told everybody stay away that's what happened it obviously happened in michigan but now what we found out was even more damning the head of the fbi there in detroit that run that investigation uh over the whitmer kidnapping plot that had his agents in there in that organization obviously staring things up when that was over he got a big promotion he got a great big promotion and then he went to dc and then all of a sudden all the fingerprints are matching all the fingerprints are matching and like debbie said if you haven't seen this playbook by now we're probably beating our guns just trying to explain it to you but i'm just going to do it this one more time and and then it's you know it's up to you to do the research, do a look at looking around. Tucker's uh, information, he got good information off a of revolver. Uh, it's a new news, revolver news on the internet. You can look it up. Uh, you can look at the Washington Comp, I mean, the Washington Post. Uh, it says in there, you know, back on the 9th of January that this guy was an oath keeper and la, 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 la. Uh, they even say that there's a, a picture of him inside the Capitol, but when you look at the picture they show, uh, none of the people are wearing anything close to what he is, except one guy's got on a green jacket with a white collar sticking out, but this fellow had on a green jacket with a gold collar sticking out. He had on a, uh, uh, some kind of toboggan. It was not Oath Keepers. It looked like some kind of ball team toboggan. And everybody in that picture is wearing ball caps. And they're obviously not the same people. Uh, but, you know, this is all how the misdeception and the moving around goes. Uh, we're dealing with a water shortage right now in California, Debbie. It, it's a pee and shell game, right? That's that's all they know is is to to distract with this hand while they're getting you with this one. So uh, that's what's went on here, folks. Um, I just want to say that if the FBI can come in and they can infiltrate 
like the Oath Keepers, or they can come in and they can infiltrate the Proud Boys, or they can come in and infiltrate anybody else. They can come after you the same way. It could be your church. They could infiltrate your church. You get a couple of people kind of mad about something, then they could arrest the whole church because that's what they're trying to do right now in D.C. And uh, don't think it can't happen. Don't think it won't happen to you. If they ever show up and they knock on your door and want to talk to you, you tell them to go take a hike, come back with a warrant, and then you will get an attorney before you talk to them. Because if you don't, they're going to get you tied down, just like I did with General Flynn and then they're going, and, and with Roger Stone, and they're going to get you in semantics. And when they get you in the semantics, that's when they're going to throw you in the prison. And that is what is happening to these people up here. We talked last night on the American Patriots show. We talked about how these people are being abused. They're being beaten. They're being kept in solitary confinement. This is all against their constitutional rights and they're being held without bond. Some of them for things as small as misdemeanors. But now this Caldwell fella, Thomas E. Caldwell, he's out walking. Now you tell me why he's out walking when he was one of the big conspirators and why there are 20 conspirators that are unnamed in that, that the FBI, their self-states were doing more heinous things than anybody inside and why they're unnamed and why they're only put down as individual one, two, and three. I can tell you why, because they were either FBI operatives like this Caldwell guy, or they were actual FBI people in there. I will stake my life on that. And so it's time to wake up. We cannot continue to allow the government, the rogue FBI, we cannot continue to allow the rogue politicians to divide us. We will only, only have peace and harmony in this country when we look at each other without color when we look at each other for what they do, how they act and how they behave. And if you got a problem with it, you, my friend, are the racist. Debbie, I want you to tell us about UPS. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can. I do want to go back to January 6th. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this, uh, they, you know, I majored in psychology in school. Um, I didn't obviously didn't get my degree because I wouldn't be on. I'd be, I'd be in. I'd be helping somebody with psychology or psychiatry if I had done that right now, right or whatever I would be doing. Um, but I learned a lot, and I've studied the mind my whole life, and I, a lot of us do. A lot of us who get into, you know, I. You major in psychology because you want to know your own mind. You want to know how you tick. And maybe you have this issue or that issue. Um, what I have learned is that they are, let's say they are a cabal, Illuminati, whatever you want to call the head, the head honchos, the ones running the banks, running the money. So let's say that they are masters in every area of expertise, legally, medically, everything, science, everything they do. 
they, they're in everything. So with that in mind, with that in mind, they know what we are going to do. These people that went into the Capitol, we knew on that day and prior, they were going to send in agent provocateurs. It's exactly what happened here. They sent people in. They knew they had the FBI. They have all their people. And guess why they were able to get away with it? And guess why it is my opinion why they can go nameless? They don't have to, they don't have to admit who shot the gal, the you know, Babbitt, the, the gal that did the, the um was she Marine? Was she was military? She was uh retired or was she, she was, a, she, was she was a uh she was an ex seal she's one of the few women in the country yeah. i mean the very few men make it through the seals i mean the dropout rate is like 90 some odd percent and she was so you know such a good you know uh warrior that she actually made it through seal training and became a navy seal well, here you here you have it. No one has to uh, to uh, name the person that shot her. Um, if she did get shot, which I believe, I, who knows? This is all this is all a big movie. Where it's a script. So so you know, and it's it's who gets the who gets the movie in? Who gets the first you know uh, slideshow going on? Where we will believe if we see it first, that's what we believe. Is that's why I say, are we this ignorant? This was a planned event. The reason why no one has to say who they are, and no one has to come up and say, "This is who we had in here. This, these are the names we caught them." Whatever is because they control the media. So this is so huge that we need. To, we, we can't start in the big. We can't start breaking down the major players, but we can start once again at the local level, being able to at least talk to each other and say, do you really believe that? Do you really believe that this was not planned when we can see them opening up these big heavy doors to the Capitol, opening them wide, and then the cameras- Please holding the doors open. Thank you. And then please helping pull barriers down. What I was watching that day were stationary cameras that never moved. Right. Okay. Now, come on. Come on, everyone. I mean, not our audience. I'm sure our audience is, is privy to this and very savvy. But we've got to talk to each other and not be afraid to say, do you really believe that? Have you really done the research and homework? So you're just watching the news and believing the very people that the news is where the problem is. That's why such a large percentage of Americans are convinced all of this is real. Well, you know, something else that come up in this investigation today, Debbie, was you remember uh, during the Senate hearing, uh, they asked Christopher Ray how many weapons were confiscated that day? The answer was none. You remember that? Yeah. Now they're claiming Caldwell had a cell phone gun. 
which is a phone that folds up, looks like a cell phone. You open the one side up, it makes the, you know, the pistol grip and it's a gun. Uh, it, you know, either he perjured himself in front of the Senate hearing or this was, was something they dreamed up afterward. And, you know, this, this is just more of the, of the same lies, the same move that we get. Uh, and, <laughs> and so uh, this whole thing, like you say, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's staged. It's all orchestrated. The Whitmer deal, it was orchestrated. That was orchestrated. They knew when they went to Flynn, what questions, uh, when, they, when they went to General Flynn, they knew what question they were going to ask him and what question they were going to come back and ask a little bit different the next day to get him to say something a little bit different. You see what I'm saying? This is all manipulation. It's, it's all scripting. Like you say, it's all scripting. And uh, you're, you're dead on on that. You're dead on on that. That's why, that's why the storyline is we don't know what the cell phone, the cell phone uh, gun. That right. sounds like get smart for the people our our age. That sounds like a shoe phone. Come on. You, you can look it up on the internet. They sell what they're called ideal cell phone guns. I'm sure they're, but we're, okay. My point is this, Bill. Maybe, okay, they've got the cell phone gun. That's fine. But how do we know this person had a cell phone gun? Because that's, we're doing a movie. They are literally, not that people are not getting killed, not right. that people are not being vaccinated and then getting sick or shots or injection, whatever you want to call it. What, you know, not that people haven't gotten the disease of, of Corona, the, the, the M spike, which is not a coronavirus. Sorry, guys. It's an M spike. It's a protein spike. The that thing that gets me about the, the cell phone gun, Debbie, not to cut you off, the thing that gets me about it, the person they caught with it, supposedly, was Thomas E. Caldwell, but they never mentioned that during the hearing. It was afterwards, and Caldwell's the one that was an FBI agent that contracted to the government, contracted to the Army Intelligence and everything else that were there that day. He roomed with an FBI agent, number two, and one of his other friends roomed with FBI agent number three. And uh, so this is all, you know, well, whoops, we didn't have any guns. So we're going to have to put one on this guy that that's going to get off. You mark my words. He's going to get off because number one, everybody else, like I said, is being locked down, not let out, not given bond, not given bail. This guy has been released. Now it's, oh, my God. He is so bad shape, he couldn't have walked up the steps to the Capitol, let alone got, you know, barged through a barrier or, or went inside. And, you know, he's he's just really bad shape. And and now he's saying, well, I wasn't there. I got witnesses that says I wasn't there, even though there's pictures of him posted being there. Now, I got another question for you. This guy having been a G12 rated security clearance, being a lieutenant commander in the Navy, and working anywhere from a year to two years for the FBI and then contracting with them would have known not to went on Facebook and plan this unless he was setting somebody up. You see what I'm saying? 
Well, yeah, but I, I mean, what, what, at, at what point do you stop believing any of it? I don't believe none of it. I just know the whole thing was a setup. We knew that from the start, me and you. I mean, not you personally. Right. I'm talking about, you know, the general Joe public. I'm, I'm you know, I think, I think, I think the key to this is to this story, because we're going back to an event that literally allowed these corrupt Congress and senators to walk in and decide they weren't going to elect or they weren't going to vote to bring in the real president that was elected. So this was already staged and planned. We need a narrative. We need an excuse. So we can go and say, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the right thing now. They 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 crapped in our house, our our, right. our wonderful capital. They don't get now the Patriots are gonna be punished and we're gonna bring in a Manchurian candidate. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, everyone. Hello, let's get real here. That that whole thing, I believe that most of the Congress and Senate knew what was going to come down and knew what they were going to do about it. Exactly, thinking, exactly. Like Blackburn, Marshall, I'm telling you 90% of them. I don't know how they kept the truth from the, you know, eight or nine or 10 uh, that are still honest patriots that are trying to, you know, there's a theory in the conspiracy world that that if you're in the if you're in the house or the senate or in government you already know the rules you're already working for them right so now bottom line is let's take the people that we like marjorie taylor green and matt gate matt gates and Lauren, uh, john Lauren. kennedy seems to, there's a couple of of real there's some cherished people there's a handful. There's a handful. It's a little veteran guy in a wheelchair. I can never remember his name. Oh, Matthew um, Cawthorn. What's his name? Cawthorn. Matthew is his first yeah. name. I know that. Oh, he's a cool guy. Let me tell yeah. you, I, I do believe that ultimately, I don't know about the good, the good people we're mentioning. I don't know how they would not know what 92% of them knew. Because I believe, it is my opinion, because I do have a little bit of a working brain left. And well, I, know, I know where they're going with this. I know what they want in the next five to 50 years. I know where they're heading. So I can watch this and say, this is absolutely absurd that we would watch this drama, this cartoon, this Wiley Coyote cartoon, Bugs Bunny, horse crap, and we're gonna we, we're following this storyline. Bill, it's it's insane to me. This is all insane to me. They knew Congress and Senate knew what was gonna happen with Pence. They knew what was gonna happen when they went back in. They were gonna say no, we can't do it because all of you were nasty uh, people that walked into our special place. Well, so the sergeant at arms, you. the sergeant at arms went to him, went to the Senate and the House leader and told him that there was going to be problems. 
and they were worried about the optics. Now, you stop and think about this, folks. How naive are you that you believe that the federal government, not only the, the Capitol Police, the DC Police, the National Guard, the FBI, the CIA, and the FBI did not know this was going to happen and they needed to have security measures in place. This was not, they were not put in place on purpose. That's the only logical reason. Our system has never failed so drastically to protect the lives of senators and congressmen in a real threat, in a real threat. They knew this was going to transpire. They knew it was for optics. They knew there was no real threat to the people. And if Lauren Bobart was murdered, that was cold-blooded, contemplated murder, and should whoever's responsible should be chased, should be facing a death penalty. So, if you, if you believe all of this is going on, and you and you want to ridicule Tucker for exposing it, you want to ridicule Revolver for exposing. It. If you want to ridicule us for Revolver for exposing, you know, even more, go right ahead. Go right ahead because you are the one who is showing your ignorance at the point in, in this whole situation. And, you know, we're the type of news company, we bring you the truth, we put it out there, we lay it out. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but we don't cater to one side or the other. Both sides, I believe, of the government were involved in this. You know, they said the Republicans was involved. I believe the Democrats were involved too. I believe that we have both sides. We've got people on both sides of the aisle that needs to be gone. Uh, other than a few handful like Debbie named tonight, they all need to be gone. And then we need to keep a watchful eye on the ones we keep because they liable to have known more than they did. But it's time that we wake up, smell the coffee. Every morning I get up, you know, I hit that button on that coffee pot and that aroma wakes me up. And that's what you need to do. You need to smell the muffin in the meadow. Yeah, I agree. You need to smell the muffin in the meadow. I agree that people, we've got to wake up as a society. And I, you know, if you think about humanity, we move very, very slow. And the way they're controlling the mass consciousness on this planet is through media through media, through radio, television, films, um, not even books anymore, the internet. Um, so if you want to get the, the word out, control those types of communication that instantly transmits this, this information in a split second. It's across the world now. That's, that's global control. Well, I mean, you know, that's blowed up too because, you know, Fauci first said, don't wear a mask. And he said, wear a mask. And he said, wear two masks and, and all of that. And then his emails got uh, leaked. Uh, they got a hold of his emails or however they got them. And uh, in his emails, he said, masks absolutely do no good. Okay. Uh, he said that the COVID shot did not keep you immune from COVID, it only made you not get the symptoms. I mean, all this has been lies all along. It's been to lock us down, shut us up, 
keep us in our homes so they could do the things they want to do to take this country over, take your homes, take your property, take everything else. That is what's coming, folks. And if you don't believe me, just, just hang in there a little longer. Keep your head in the sand. And, you know, I always said, you know, the bad thing about an ostrich, when he's got his head in the sand, it's easy to get his butt kicked. And that's what's going to happen. Because we need to stand up as a people. We need to stand up and start saying no, not no more. Uh, recently, uh, back, you know, what was it? That'd be about November, December. I got in a mass controversy at a store. Uh, I told them where they could stick it. Uh, and uh, I left and I took my money elsewhere. You had a situation today. Um, and like I said, I'd like you to share that if you can. I, I've had a situation every time I go out. And yeah, that's, well, you're, you're that's in California. That's a problem. Well, and, and the problem is this. The people that are awake to what the agenda is, and, and I've got to say about Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates, Soros, all of the puppets, Obama, all the minions, Hillary, even Hillary. Right. Uh, I've got to say this. They're, they're not at fault. They're only, if you go into a, some, a neighbor's yard and they have a, a big roddy that's known to bite, that's a biting dog. Don't go in. If you know that the agenda or you know that it's not adding up, always look for the congruency. Always look to see if something's making sense. If it doesn't add up, it doesn't add up. So if you, we can't blame these people. If you walk into a yard and there's a biting dog, the dog is going to friggin' bite you. That's what these people will do. And that's what they've been doing. They're just puppets that are being told what to do. It doesn't matter how evil they are. It matters that they've been instructed to trick us. It's our fault. It's our responsibility to wake up. If you're, if somebody's offering a, an injection, make sure you and your children will be safe if you take it. And if you can't prove that it's somewhat safe, then 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 hold off. You're better taking your chances with a with a a pandemic. So I don't. I'm not mad at Fauci and all the little players. People are mad at President Trump because he's pushing the injection, the vaccination. There's theory now he had to do it to open up our country. I agree. He, what choice did he have? They had him. They had him with a, a gun barrel pointed at each side of the side of the head. He had to give them their damn vaccination, get the people confident that they could go out into the street again. So my theory is this, my feeling, not theory, my feeling is this, as long as seven and a half to 8 billion people are going to act like idiots, they're going to eventually corral us, punish us, imprison us, kill us, and keep the ones they want that will be slaves and guess who they are? They're the dumb ones. They're probably the younger people that are buying into all this. Where do I sign up for my microchip? Where do you I know. sign up to get my, my injection? Give me that donut. Give me, let me do the lotto. Why? So, okay. 
you have something to say, I'll tell my story. I was so frustrated. I didn't even want to share my story. The, the uh, thing is, you, you made a point back there. I've got, I've got a sign in my property that says, uh, bad dog. You know, when you pull up my driveway, there's bad dogs. Okay. I got a sign that says no trespassing. Now, if you come up my driveway and you get out of your car or you walk up my driveway and you get bit, that's not my dog's fault. You've been warned. And this show, what we're trying to do is be that sign for you. And, uh, you know, you had somebody today was hollering, you know, until 82% of the people were back, you know, vaccinated and everything. Was gonna be, or 86 was it, everybody was going to be locked down and, and they were very rude. And uh, you handled it like I would have. You stood your ground. You spoke your mind out, and you done it without fear. And what did they do? They, they kind of backed off, didn't they? Yeah, and, and yes, they did. Everybody's afraid to stand up. Oh, God, you know, there's so many evil people. If you don't stand up, there's going to be all evil people and all good people are going to be gone. And that's, that's just the bottom line of it. Uh, this shot, um, we, we've done a lot of research in it, Debbie. I mean, we were talking tonight, we've probably got about 7,500 hours minimum uh, in the last year where we've been researching stuff. A lot of it's been on COVID. A lot of it's been on the, the, the attempt. We called it Mutiny USA, where they were trying to take over uh, the government and everything, and they're doing a darn good job of it. Uh, you know, and I, do, I, I don't blame Fauci, and I do blame Fauci because, uh, and the rest of them, because they were complicit in this. That was part of the plan. They played a willing part in it. Uh, this money sent to Wuhan and, and the backers and, and all of them. Uh, and this was done for, for profit. Uh, Fauci and Gates own big shares and each one of those, uh, like Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, all of them that's making these shots, they own big shares and they're making millions of dollars on it. So yeah, but Bill, Bill, I blame them for their greed. I blame no, them for their no, greed. No, I don't. That's what they do. That's what they've been doing for hundreds. This is about bloodlines. I don't even know what these people are. It doesn't even matter to me. But but no, we are the we are the ones being tricked like idiots. Like, well, like I, blame, I blame the people for falling for it too. But we've had to, Bill blame goes all around. Initially, I get it. Fauci's a bad guy. Uh, the Obamas, the all the players that that they're allowing us to see where we can target our energy and get mad at them. And then they play these back and forth. They're controlling both sides of the narrative. But bottom line is initially, yes, Nuremberg, bring it on. Yeah, they're bad people initially. But we've had, you and I have been researching this. I've been researching this for 52 years and I'm 65. And, and I've been researching this on this COVID thing for 16 months and you're, you're running a damn close second, maybe, maybe the same amount of time. And we probably between the two of us have 15,000 hours of research. Now, why in the hell do we have all of that investment in this while they're causing both you and I 
horrible financial hardship because of the lockdowns, especially in California here. Now, I want to ask, why did we get off our duff? Why did we question? See, initially, yeah, the Fauci's and the, the Hillary's and the Dillery's and the Russia, 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 all that. Yes. Oh, my God, they tricked us. They're bad. Bad, bad, bad. But after a week, a month, two months of the same crappy stories that, they, that we keep falling for, wait a minute, hold on, these people, they're laughing at us because we are that dumb. So well, you know, we Debbie, one of the excuses I tried to use right off the bat was I felt that, that something had to be done, okay? And uh, I felt somebody needed to get up and do that. You know, and I, I'm sure a lot of people feel that. And then, uh, you know, it's kind of like I got a little tap on the shoulder and it's good Lord telling me you need to do something about this. You need to take action. Uh, I formed uh, Citizens Against Terrorism, uh, works with the police and uh, God just, you know, and, but it wasn't just like, okay, God, I'll do it. You know, I didn't do that. It was, it was, well, you know, why me, God? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm almost 60 years old. Why, why would you go find somebody younger? Why you know, I'm not able to do this anymore, but you know, I was told by the good Lord above, if not you, who? And, uh, so I took that initiative and got up and followed what I was told to do. It's, it's led to a lot of good things. We've, we've helped a lot of people. Uh, we've protected some places, uh, and we've got people out of fires and floods and everything else since then. But the problem is, is too many of us are like I was to start with, well, somebody needs to do it. You know, somebody needs to stop this. This is awful, the shape we're in and, and everything. But, you know, I'm too old or I'm too sick or, you know, there, there's always an excuse when you want out of it. There's always an excuse when you want out of it. You know, I got too much to lose. Um, you know, all of this, I mean, all this, all this played my mind, you know, uh, but somebody has to do something and God gave me a mind and God gave you a mind and thank God for that because we have really, really, like you say, uh, since last year, we've exposed a lot of stuff with the other show and we brought it to light. And, uh, sometimes we've caught criticism. Sometimes we've caught praise for it. Uh, but usually the criticism comes from one direction the praise comes from another. And that shows the division in the country because when people can look to their political party more than they do their own well-being and convince themselves that that is their well-being, then there's a problem in our country. And uh, like Tucker said, we've got to come together. We've got to come together. We've got to be one, one nation again under God. And so many people are, are fighting that. And, uh, you know, and, and especially these people that's setting out to destroy our country because they're a godless people. And we know that they'll, they'll profess God. Oh, I'm a Catholic. You know, don't tell me that I hate somebody or something like that. But the fact is they do. And it's very obvious by their actions, by their words, by the way they snap at people, the way they get angry at people is real obvious. It's real obvious. But, you know, this situation like today, you know, these people was really being snots with you and, and you stood your ground and that's what more people have to do. And, uh, I've always, you know, even as I got older, I've stood my ground. I've argued and, 
you know, I've, I've if come right down to it. I got, you know, I got down and fought. I mean, well, it's not the last about, year. Well, it's but, not about standing. I didn't have to get involved at all. They were having a conversation. I was in a UPS store dropping off a package. The employee and a, and a customer was, they were having a conversation. I had no dog in that race. I don't even need to interfere. Drop my package and go. I'm behind. I'm the last person in line. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to say anything. And that is the problem, is that when it was mentioned by the customer and then the employee agreed that we need to be vaccinated 86% or more to stop this deadly pandemic, I had to, it can't, I vomited the answer up. I You had to get involved. You just didn't realize it because you knew, you understand that if people don't get fed up, if they don't start speaking up, that this is going to be further and further rammed down your throat. You included, me included, everybody else. That's why we have to get involved. Well, That's why we have to stop those conversations. We're, we're hearing now. I have, I cannot stop what people say in a store, but you, you, or, or anywhere. In but you can call it out. You yeah, but, it but out. and also, I'm going to say this. If, if the when when the roles are reversed and we walk in to a place of business or wherever, and we we stand our ground and say, hey, you know, the, the injection's not, not a good thing. I'm hearing a lot of bad news. You will have 50 people jump down your throat. If you say, you know what, I don't, I don't wear a mask. I, I'm not going to do a mask. You will have 100 people trying to throw ice water on you and beat you to death. So what's happening is we need to, so we're afraid. The ones who know, the, the awake ones, are afraid to walk anywhere and go anywhere. So we're becoming isolated in our homes and we're going out less and less because we're afraid. And I know we all are on some level that you just don't wanna hassle it today. You just wanna go get your prescription or your food or your tire fix or your UPS package dropped off. And so you just don't, it's just not, I just don't want the fight today. I'm tired. I've been up all night researching because nobody else will. So you, so it used to be that that we we go out there and we say, oh no, I don't wear a mask, and then we're jumped on, we're arrested, we're this, we're that. Especially in places like California, this is what I suggest to all of our listeners, viewers. This is what I suggest: we turn the tables. I will. I've done it. Every time I've gone out, I've had a problem. This isn't me speaking up today like this is new to new for me. No, it is not new for me. This is what I do. This is the way I'm made. I'm built this way. This is not hard for me. You, you it, it, like I say, it shot out of my mouth. It came, it came out before I ever knew it, because Did I'm not going to tolerate it. Okay, because I'm not going to tolerate it because I'm sitting here for a whole year and, and three months trying to figure out what the heck I'm gonna do personally and how I'm gonna help on a grand level or on a bigger level with the problems that I'm dealing with personally. 
And what am I going to do about being in California? Yada, yada. What we're going to do about the world? Are we going to survive this? Who's winning? Who's losing? So I go out into the world to drop off a package and run a couple of other errands. And somebody said the wrong thing. And what they said in a very loud voice with 10 to 15 people in the small little UPS store, a corporate store. Well, you know what? No one's going to be safe until at least 86% or more of the population is vaccinated. Oh boy, hold the them are fighting words. And I, I, it's, I spit it out. It vomited out. It was like projectile because I said, oh, no, 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 no. And I, I won't even tell you what I said. I'm also one of them Southern girl moments, right? Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, hey, the Californians aren't, you get a, you get a, a biker beach chick out here. We can kick some butt. Okay. We, we do, we do well, but you, I'm telling you right now, Bill, that the, when I came on strong, it was me against 10 to 15 people that were all wearing masks and they were all doing what they're told and they were shocked and alarmed. Well, guess what? They all shut up. And when the gal came on strong with me, I put my hand up like you need to back off. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to drop my damn package up and I don't want to hear your garbage pushing an injection that is going to be the end of planet earth as we know it do you remember the bed bath and beyond incident i believe it was bed bath and beyond where three of the store employees beat up at a, a customer because they didn't have their mask on right right yes yeah that was the shoe on the other foot and then just this past week there was a guy that had asthma and he couldn't breathe with his mask on so he had it down like with his nose exposed and uh an argument broke out in the store and the guy that was mad at him for not having his nose expo uh, exposed went outside and they got in a fist fight. And I, I reckon the guy with his nose exposed won because he's in jail now uh, because he could not breathe with the mask on. Uh, and he was attacked by some, you know, self-important self-policing mass nazi and uh you know that happened and then monday i don't know if you heard this we haven't talked about it monday some guy goes into a grocery store now this isn't going back the other way again extremely bad somebody goes in a grocery store down south of here uh they go in they uh are in line and the cashier gets smart with a person about not wearing a mask uh and evidently this is a state where you're not required to wear one from what I understand. And uh, so this person goes into the store, the cashier gets smart, they have an argument, he walks out, he leaves his purchases. Everybody thinks everything's fine. He goes to his car, he comes back, he walks in, walks up to the cashier and blank, just shoots her point blank range and kills her. Uh, then uh, an off-duty police officer working in the store uh, who had a bulletproof vest on got shot He's in critical condition. The guy got shot and he's in critical condition. Another cashier got winged by a bullet and another police officer got shot all because of a mask. And this is all a 
control issue. So those who are pushing this control are the ones responsible for the things that's going on. And I will say that if, and going back to the one six thing, anybody hurt, injured, or died January 6th, if the FBI, the CIA, Army Intelligence, or anybody else is involved in instigating this, they should stand trial for those charges and their director should stand trial. And anybody that's getting killed out here on the street because of it, they should have stand trial for that. This is why, you know, Bill, wake up, wake up, wake up, sleepyheads. Wake up, wake up. Everything they have brought to the front, forefront creates division. Right. Okay, let's, let's go back through history. You know, uh, the, the capitalist versus socialist, um, black versus white, Asian versus black or white, Latino, religion. Look how they took over Yugoslavia. Religion, religious wars, because they couldn't do it with race. They couldn't do color wars. Okay, the mask, the masked people and the non mask the vaccinated people and the non-vaxxed, the people that are Democrat or Republican. It's all the same garbage. It doesn't matter what side you're on. You're playing their game. You're in Vegas. You're at you're at um, MGM Grand or Caesars, and you're at the tables. You are playing craps with the house. You will not win until you understand the game. Once you understand it, if you're mad at somebody, another group, I'm not mad at the vaccinated. I'm upset with humanity for being so damn ignorant because you're going to kill all of us. Because Our country was founded on division, Debbie. Well, hey, they haven't done, listen, everyone out there that has not spent an hour at least a day investigating the truth of any story you're hearing on the radio, on the news from a friend. If you don't vet it yourself as deep as you can go until your hair stands up and God says, that sounds true. You, We know as human beings when it's true, we can tell if our hair stands up and the back of our neck. It just, sometimes we get chills when it's really true. We are, that is our, our sixth sense, our intuition is our most incredible gift. Our other five senses are not good. We do not have the best hearing of any species, far from it. We do not have the best eyesight, far from it. We do not have the best taste. Probably the best of the five senses that we have is our smell, the olfactory gland. It's the oldest that we've ever had. It's, the, it's connected to the old part of the brain, the medulla. So let me tell you, if we can't use those five senses because they're, they're crappy, they're not good on a human being, guess what we were given by God? And if you don't believe in the Christian, um, the Christian story that we were given a Holy Spirit, 
and divine knowledge through that personal revelation through God and Jesus Christ. If you don't believe in that, believe in your own intuition, your own higher self, whatever you want to do. But we know when somebody's lying. Well, we you know, know when they're they're bull crapping us. We know when somebody's on the TV is when it's not adding up. We're brilliant at that. What is wrong here, Bill? Because it is the people that will not spend that hour or more a day questioning the sanity of this whole idiot scenario that's going on in our world. The people that won't question it are the very ones that are leading us to slaughter. And that's who I'm mad at. I'm not mad at the vaccinated. I'm not mad at any race. I'm not mad at any religion. Not even the the um, Muslims that are running that are going in and refusing to put their hand on our Bible, on our on our on our country's Bible. That's how we were founded. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm mad at us that won't spend. You're going to take the late, easiest, softest way, watch the damn TV, and get your news that way, and be pelted and and filled up with a bunch of garbage news that is a lie so they can that you can tell us out there that have done the research done the investigation you're going to tell us what we have to do wear a mask not go here not go there get vaccinated who the hell are you and what they're doing to our children uh, this is like insane do your work do your homework and then we will have a rebuttal we can have a good debate Bill, but they're not. They're just watching what they're being told to watch, and they're being they're being wined and dined. What do you call it? The three shell game. Yeah, the pea shell, the pea and the shell. Pea and the shell. Or three card money. It's the same thing. Same right. concept. There it is. Uh, Every you know, carnival has when, one. When, when when we see a news story, we usually don't get it off the TV. We get it. Somebody sends it to us or it pops up on our cell phone or to pop up on a computer screen while we're researching. If we decide we're going to follow that story, we'd start digging into that story. I got this story at three o'clock in the morning last night. I was having trouble, you know, getting to bed. So I got this story at three o'clock in the morning. I watched what Tucker was saying. I dug to 5.30 when I went to bed. I was back up at 10.30. I got five hours sleep last night. I went straight back into the office. I went straight back and went to work on this. I worked on it, you know, till showtime. Coming up with the kernel and nuggets that we found about Caldwell, about the FBI, about the uh, Whitmer uh, kidnapping plot, about you know the DC thing, about the about the director of the FBI in Michigan, and uh, yeah, Michigan moving Minnesota, right? Uh, moving over. Or is it Michigan? I don't. I don't lost track. Whitmer's where? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. The director moving from Michigan from the Detroit office to the D.C. office, getting a big raise, and all of a sudden now he's in charge of this investigation. This whole thing stinks to high heaven. Uh, I've dug into it, dug into it. Uh, I wanted to point those few things out tonight on that story because I felt those are things that Tucker missed that should have been brought out and. Uh, and, you know, and the funny thing was, is, is the first one to come on to this story was the Washington Post of all people. 
you know, and it was fine when they, you know, they started talking about it. Of course, you know, they pitched their slant the way they want to pitch it. You know, they spin the news. But if you're watching, like you said, if you're watching mainstream news and you're sitting there and saying, well, that's a fact because CNN wouldn't lie to me, or that's a fact because NBC wouldn't lie to me, or ABC, or Fox News, or Newsmax, then you've got a problem because we have caught every one of the major stations lying to us except for one. And I still don't trust them because totally because they have sponsors. And if you go back over to Rumble and watch American Patriots have responded on Cat News Channel from last night, you would see what Fox News got exposed by through Project Veritas yesterday. I'm sure there'll be more releases on it if they're having today. I've been researching this. I haven't been able to check. I will be checking on that and see if there's more releases coming out tonight. But the, I mean, it, it was it was horrendous what was going on over there. Uh, censorship, racism, uh, targeting races in their in the programming, doing all this kind of stuff, uh, threatening the reporter. Um, the uh, reporter got fired for being a whistleblower, which you know that's going to give her a good uh, a good uh, good lawsuit. I'm sure uh, she was. Uh, raising, she done such a good job at this ex expose that she was raising the tune of ten thousand dollars an hour on her uh, GoFundMe, or well, it wasn't GoFundMe, or something else, but it was one of those things where you can go in and pitch in and, and help somebody out. And uh, somebody had set that up for, uh, I believe, Veritas had done it, and she was raising the tune of ten thousand dollars an hour for exposing Fox Corporation. So. Uh, if you think just because they're on national TV and they're big talking heads and, uh, you know, they got a big following or whatever, that does not make it fact. What that makes it is a production, just like the production that we have seen through the kidnapping, the production we've seen through this, the production we've seen 9-11 all the way back through history. And what I was starting to say a while ago, you know, we, we hear so much about, you know, a nation divided. We, become, we, we were out of a nation divided when we were born. Uh, we left we left England for some of the same reasons that things are going wrong now. One was religious suppression. One was overtaxation. Both of those things are very extreme now in the Biden presidency. And so we are right back to where we was 274 years ago when this country was formed. Actually, before that, in the 1600s, when we came here the first time, uh, we've been fighting that ever since. And the other thing is racial division. And, you know, you talk about slavery. Slavery was racial division, but it wasn't because of skin color. It was because one tribe decided they'd take their enemy tribe captive and sell them to slave traders to bring over here into other countries to sell as slaves. And slavery is still going on in the world everywhere. It's going on right here in the United States right now. And it's not it's not so much about color now. It's about people that they can kidnap, people they can enslave, people they can put into the sex traffic, trafficking, they can put in human trafficking and, and, and actually make them actual servants. Uh, you know, they're shipping them around the world. They'll steal kids and women and, and men from here and they'll send them some way or else and sell them. They get ones over there and bring them over here and sell them to the elite over here. And that's, a, you know, that's a daily thing. It was a big thing. That was something that uh, President Trump was working hard to put an end on. Uh, and we found out last night that somebody was referred to us uh, to do some investigation. Uh, somebody had actually was a government contractor that invested, that investigated into emoluments 
uh, this fellow was investigating the Biden family on trafficking. And he was murdered the 29th of November last year, Chris Hallett. And uh, so the person that has sent me to them had not found out yet about this, this murder. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't hear the whole story until I dug last night. Well, you started digging first and me and you dug on it together. Uh, and I dug a little more at later, but, uh, and you probably did too, knowing you. Uh, so everything, like you said, Debbie, is the pee and shell and people have to wake up. They have to, uh, you know, it's not so much you, you had to get in the fight because they were talking about you, but if somebody don't step up and say, I don't want to hear about that crap, you know, which is basically what you was doing. If they don't step up and speak out, then it's going to just keep advancing because nobody is resisting it. Uh, there's, you know, there's got to be some resistance to this because if you don't resist, you know, my, my grandpa and my dad, and there's even a song, uh, always told me that you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. And, and the people of America right now is falling for anything that comes down the pike. Bill, when you, when you, when something is so offensive that you're tired, you're, I wanted to get back. I needed to run a couple more errands. Um, it, when, when something offends you enough that you, and or is so uh, against the moral compass that, and the grain and the knowledge that you have, that you have, it, that it just, it blurts out. You're not even, it's almost like you almost lost control. No, I didn't harm anybody and I didn't cuss anybody out. But I said, no, that's enough. We, I'm not in here. We're, this is a, this is a private, it's a corporation publicly traded. It's a large corporation, UPS. And this is this, they don't have to let me in. They don't have to let her in. They don't have to let anybody in. There's a room full of people. They can chase everybody out. They they lease that building. You know, but I get tired of getting stepped on sometimes, don't you? Well, yeah, but see, if okay, if someone, if if they this woman, I can guarantee, and the employee, I couldn't get hold of UPS. Now I'm not a tattletale getting people in trouble. But when something is so egregious and so wrong that they're feeding this line of crap to everybody there that can hear it. So I have to stop it. I have to say, no, you guys, you don't have to be assaulted and listen to this. And that's yeah. kind of what I was doing. Right. I, I lost it in a department store the other day. I was, I, I wasn't feeling too good anyway. I was hurting and, uh, staying in line forever. You know, they only had three lines open. Of course they had plenty of those, you know, you can work for us and scan your own grocery things. And I won't do that because that puts people out of work. Uh, so I'll stand in line and, 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 uh, turn of events happened up and I was told I had to switch lines and I went slick off and, uh, I really wanted to get thrown out. You know what I'm saying? I really wanted to get thrown out. Nobody had the guts to throw me out. So I go over and I get in this other line and I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I just soon leave this stuff. But first I was with, you know, they, they done got all their stuff and everything. And I said, all right. 
So I'm standing there in line and I get this sheep up behind me, you know. And uh, first thing he does, he looks at me and he says, you know, we got an awful lot of bad police officers. They're hurting people. Debbie. <laughs> I didn't raise my voice to it. But I gave that man a 15-minute lecture while I was waiting in line to get, get through that line. <laughs> and uh, when I left, I don't know if he's any smarter than he was when he opened his mouth, but one thing about it, he was exposed to the truth. And uh, I, I didn't give him time to say anything, but, uh, 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 you know, and uh, I just started clicking off on my fingers from one point to the next, one incident to the next, one thing that was going on to the next. And uh, we started out with George Floyd <laughs> and I brought him up to date in 15 minutes. And uh, I guess you would call it kind of like speed dating only it was speed education. And uh, sometimes we got to do that. We got to do that, you know, and, you know, I, I, I believe that, uh, you know, Moses, uh, uh, Aaron couldn't speak well. And, uh, he, he says, I, I can't, I, I, I can't speak Lord like that. And the Lord says, you open your mouth and I put it on your tongue. And he did just fine, you know? And sometimes if you're just, if, if you just, just open your mouth, it'll, it'll come out, you know? And, and I think that's what we need to start doing it. If, if you're in a situation you don't want to hear, just open your mouth and see what comes out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because Bill, let me tell you what it's doing. I'm I've been alive quite a while now, and I know when I confront somebody because something feels very very wrong. Uh, when I do, they don't forget it, and I can guarantee that the room and the customer and the employee will not forget that they better be careful next time about who's around how loud, loud they're talking, what they're preaching, what they're pushing on other people that might be convinced. So, and tomorrow I am gonna call UPS and uh, and report that, that they have employees in the store that are promoting an injection uh, that I think is, if they're promoting the injection, then why doesn't UPS go ahead and put out commercials instead of pushing, moving packages around the world, push the vaccination. Uh, th th just leave the packages for FedEx or one of the other big companies, DHL, the post office, get out of the parcel business and get into the, into the pharmaceuticals. Because right. uh, that's, that's my feeling is that when you, when you do confront that other person and those other people in the room, that unless they're all ganging up on you and beating the hell out of you or shooting you in the head, like in the case of this horrible, hideous story you just you just talked about. Yeah, that, was, that was horrible. Well, so so it, unless it's a situation where you know you feel that 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 it's not worth getting your head blown up because you got forty people ready to club you over the head. Now there's some, Bill, I know you feel, hey, you know, I would still be strong. Out in California, we don't wear weapons. We're not allowed. Uh, 
you've you've talked you know did we talk the other night about this concealed a weapon villain nueva our sheriff we did on on the other show but we can bring right. that up here uh well, this is important for people not that you're going to go gun people down hey if they pull on me i'm gonna pull out my my concealed weapon and we're gonna we're gonna somebody's gonna die this should not be you know high noon uh we've got to we've got to have some uh respect well, i will say i will always say that if somebody pulls a weapon on you you better drop them because you're you have to survival or like 99 no, but i'm saying if you're if you're out there with a concealed weapon and you're waving it around this is no, not that's not that's not what a concealed weapon carrier is supposed to do exactly so, uh, so but but for for our safety we th this is why i'm gonna i'm gonna get mine if if i can well um, i saw on a national report uh it's been about a week ago uh they said that the the rate in crime had grown seven to eight hundred percent right in la county uh murders rapes homicides you know robberies carjackings everything was uh across the board and uh you know the california uh is is like the other liberals other liberal states they're defunding their police and uh the sheriff also out there uh now like i said on the other show sheriff and i'll know but i've not really had a lot of use for him up until recently and uh he has went through his department he has identified ms-13 members he has gotten rid of them uh he has stood up as a constitutional sheriff in your state and he has said that with the number of crimes increasing in your county out there that the um, crime rate being so high and the police department being so depleted and so overworked and not allowed to act that he was going to take the proper step and he was going to start fast tracking what they call the good use permits you know where you've got a, a good cause permit is what he called it uh where you've got a good cause uh indiana uh, i don't know if they do still do now now you had to have a good cause for carrying a fire gun a firearm and uh when i applied for my license when i lived in indiana i put on there that you know i was in business i carried a lot of money and that you know i needed it in case i was robbed and it was automatically approved boom it was through uh, it's my understanding that uh this past week uh sheriff nuevo has already okayed 398, I believe it was, permits in one week uh, for citizens. He said he wants his citizens uh, under the current circumstances to be able to protect themselves if they're attacked. And uh, so if you live in LA County, uh, I suggest that you go get that permit while you can get it. If you're legally able to get it out there, uh, I would, uh, you know, I think every, Everybody that wants one uh, should get one. And I don't think there's anybody uh, that's a sound mind and body that shouldn't have one out there right now. Uh, so it would be my suggestion that you do that. And my other suggestion would be, since you've got a sheriff that's now standing up and standing for the constitution, you need to get behind him and back him as long as he does. Uh, we've got one where I'm at, we back him. And as long as he stays constitutional, we'll continue to back him. If he go, crosses that line, then we won't. And uh, that's why it should be everywhere. Because your sheriff 
your sheriff has more power in his county than even the president of the United States. Congress, nobody can overrule him as long as he stands on the Constitution. I know Joe Biden's threatening to lock up the constitutional sheriffs, state legislators, uh, and counties where they won't allow them in, and states where they won't allow them to enforce, you know, gun grabs and, and coming in there and taking people's guns and stuff. But when they go to lock up your sheriff for standing up for you, you better darn sure stand up for him and fight him if you have to at the door. Uh, not only your door, but the door of the sheriff's office. So uh, that is something that you really, really need to think about while the opportunity is there. It's a very uh, odd opportunity in California, as you know, Debbie. It's very hard to get a gun anywhere in California, a gun permit. Yeah. I, I do know that. We were talking to Ed earlier today. Ed told me earlier today that uh, that there's an FFL firearms dealer, federally firearm licensed dealer that cannot get a gun permit in Vallejo, California. He cannot get a concealed carry, but he's licensed to sell firearms and he's licensed under the FFL. You can even have automatic weapons if you've got that FFL license, but he can't get a permit to carry on the street. Well, um, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You need more states like where I got, uh, where I'm at in Kentucky. You don't even need a permit to carry within the state. The only reason I carry a permit is I cross state lines and uh, do that frequently. And for that reason, I carry a permit because the states that I cross into recognize our permits and we recognize theirs. Um, but as far as being able to uh, carry in your home, you know, in your home state, that's ridiculous because the Constitution clearly says that is your right. It doesn't say that you have to have a permit. It doesn't say that you have to register a gun. Registering a gun is unconstitutional. You should never have to register a gun. Uh, where I have a concealed carry, I can walk into any gun store in the state of Kentucky. I can handle my concealed license and I can buy any gun in the store with that concealed carry license. I don't even have to go back through the, you know, the three-day check and all that. We don't have to do none of that once you have that card in your hand. And up until recently, well, I can't think exactly when it was, but up until recently, you didn't even have, if you had a concealed carry deadly weapon license in the state of Kentucky, uh, you can still carry brass knucks, tasers, switchblades, big knives, guns. The only thing you can't carry that you could until just a few years back is a bomb. And a few years back, you could walk down the street with a bomb in your pocket if you had that concealed carry. I like that. And a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy saying this, but you could carry a pipe bomb in your pocket with a CCDW. There was nothing stopping you from it in the state of Kentucky. Well, that's that's in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, we we say, well, well, that's not safe for all of us. We don't know who's got all these 
creepy weapons hidden away in the. You don't know who's got them anyway. My point is this, Bill. The ones that are carrying this concealed are are doing that for protection and to right. help. They're not doing it to commit crimes or they would commit the crime. Okay. And they're not getting it legally if they're committing crimes. You know, if I'm carrying my weapon, you come at me with a weapon, then it's going to be over. If I'm carrying my weapon and you go after somebody else with a weapon, that's also going to be over. If I'm in a store and you go into rob that store, you better hope I don't get up behind you because I'm not going to let it happen. The, my bank, my bank that I used to deal with got robbed. And after that, we got thinking, we said, does it bother y'all that we come in here carrying our weapon? Because if it did, I'd just change banks. You know what I'm saying? And they said, Lord, God knows. We wish y'all to have been there that day. You know, because it was always two of us went in, two of us went in armed. And they said, we wish you'd have been there that day. You know, we're safer when you're in here and we realize that, you know. So, I mean, that that's a difference, I guess, in, you know, the mountains of Kentucky and places like New York and L.A., uh, you know, where you've got so many people that, that you know, they think if you've got a gun on, oh, my God, you're automatically bad. Oh, my God, you know, you're going to do something wrong. Uh, they don't have the common sense to realize that if you're carrying a gun and you've got a permit or if you're carrying a gun out in the open where people can see it, that that's actually a deterrent for anybody to come in. And, and do anything wrong or to harm, harm somebody. You know, one of the people I, uh, I almost shot somebody over one time was a police officer. He had somebody coming in with a steel pipe. If he just took another step, then he would have got dropped because he was really, you know, threatening to kill this police officer with a steel pipe. And um, would I do it tomorrow? Yeah, I would. If he took that extra step, would I drop him? Yeah, I would. And, uh, we had a situation, you know, a few years back here, somebody put a gun on me in my place. I shot him. And uh, it's not something you want to do, but it's something you have to do. And it's something that saves lives and sometimes saves your own. Uh, so, you know, I'm not I'm not saying go out of here and give uh, guns to Charlie Manson or somebody like that. I don't know Charlie's, I know Charlie's dead, but you know what I'm saying? Not somebody like him or Dahmer or somebody. But, uh, you know, somebody that's, you know, got a legal right to have that gun, they should have it. And, uh, you know, back in the old days, even the people that were released from prison got their guns back when they left the prison. They, they would come into the warden's office, he handed them the guns and handed them a box of shells, you know, that they took off of them and they sent them out the gate with it and they put it on after they got out the gate. But the whole thing is, is if you've got people they can't be trusted back in society with a gun. They should not be in society. They should be either executed for the crimes, if there's, you know, if it's a if it's a capital punishment thing, or they should be kept there indefinitely. If they're not safe to be released, they should not be out. We shouldn't be turning all these criminals loose in our societies. And that, that's another thing that Sheriff Emanova brought up was the fact that they were letting all these people out of prison, and that was increasing the crime rate. You know, we see it in every major city, every blue state. We see these major cities where they're letting people out of prison. The crime rates are going through the roof. People are dying. People are being raped, murdered, assaulted, you know, and, and so many other things. And, and it, it's got to stop somewhere. 
and I thank you, Sheriff, as you, you excuse me, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. I thank you, Sheriff, is using his head, and uh, I can I come I commend him for it. I really do. But that, I guess, is a wrap for tonight. And uh, we covered a lot of ground. We covered some things. I hope that our new audience has enjoyed the show. We will be back tomorrow. And until then, may God bless you. Keep you safe. God bless your homes and your families. And most of all, may God bless America. Good night, Debbie. Good night, everybody. Good night.